welcome to another edition of San Luis Valley Voices, an SL Voices production. Without further ado, enjoy the program. A new era of transportation is here in the San Luis Valley. Welcome to Bustang, the interregional express bus service from the Colorado Department of Transportation. Bustang offers daily outrider services leaving out of Alamosa each morning and connecting to areas such as Durango, Pueblo, Lamar, Salida, Buena Vista, Telluride, Canyon City, and Penrose. Bustang also connects commuters and travelers to and from Denver, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, and Grand Junction. This comfortable, cutting-edge transportation alternative connects Colorado seven days a week, 365 days a year. Keep listening to learn all about this statewide service from CDOT's Bustang Outrider Project Manager, Jeff Prowitz. You'll hear about the resources available, standard accommodations, how to connect from the San Luis Valley to the rest of the state, the current special being offered along with their special Pegasus, Snowstang, Estes Park, and Denver Bronco buses. All of the amenities and services available and how you easily and conveniently can get from the San Luis Valley to all the major cities across our beautiful state. Serving the state of Colorado, the north, south, east, and west, and even the San Luis Valley, is the Bustang Outrider Service. To find out more about their services, where they cover, what they offer, what you can expect, and a whole lot more, we got together with Jeff Prilwitz. Jeff is the project manager for the Bustang Outrider Service. Jeff, welcome back to SL Voices. It's good to talk to you again, sir. Good to be back. We spoke with you, of course, in a podcast oh, a couple of years back. You've got new information for us, which uh, we're excited to hear about. But first, just a quick recap. As I recall, you were born in Libya. You said you were an Air Force brat, but always ended up back in Colorado. You started out with RTD as a bus driver, spent around 22 years with them. You left to travel the world for a little bit, doing teaching and such. And then you signed on with CDOT, and my calculations are right. You've been there about five years now. Yeah, about five years and five months or so, I think. Very good. You're also an avid user of public transportation, not just working for the system. You actually use it, which I think is great. And Jeff, I did want to ask you, though, do you have any special hobbies or interests outside of your work? Traveling, like to hunt and fish, hike, get up in the mountains any chance I get, like riding bicycles. Well, Jeff, let's delve right in here. First, I understand you're on several different social media platforms, and Bustang can be followed on all of these. How do people find out about what's going on? Obviously, we got several, like you mentioned. Uh, the best one for day-to-day operations, you know, like if there's a closure because of a pass being shut down by an avalanche or something, would be Twitter. We also have Facebook and Instagram. And, of course, the website, which is ridebustang.com, which covers all of our routes. Mm-hmm. And we also have text alerts where a rider can sign up for text messaging, whichever route they're interested in. So, you know, like in your area, someone can sign up for the Alamosa, the public route. And if they're interested in other parts of the state, they can always, like, say, maybe they regularly connect with the um, Gunnison route in Salida. They sign up for that one. And that's probably the quickest way to get alerted to things because, you know, stuff does happen in the mountains, like I mentioned, avalanches earlier where passes get closed or something like that. And so they'll tell about that and arrangements are being made to fill service. And to sign up for that, you text OUTRIDER to 833-711-0252. And of course, you can do that on the ridebustang.com website too. 
Yep, really pretty simple. I'm, I'm a bit of a tech Luddite and I can do it. So if I can, anybody can. I do want to mention too, for the Instagram, you're actually not providing time-sensitive route alerts on that, that you do through your Facebook and Twitter? Yeah, Twitter is the primary one. Um, Facebook, we do also, but um, it's more for marketing and advertising. And Twitter's more for the um, everyday announcements, and of course, with some marketing too thrown in. And of course, all of this information will be on this podcast webpage too. So if you're traveling and listening, you can stop by this page, find out where they are on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and all of that other information. Jeff, what are some of the special resources that are available on your website itself? Well, on the website, of course, you got routes and maps. So all the services, Bustang, Bustang Outrider, and other brands serve. Uh, they have, of course, the schedules, fares, tickets, news. Um, on the opening page, there's a crawl up towards the bottom that does also give all the route updates as they come in. So even if, you know, like your Alamosa route, say if you're connecting with the um, bus going to Denver or something, they'll have the information on it there too. Um, about the mobile app download, FAQs, and just a whole bunch of information. And we are redesigning the um, website to make it more user-friendly too. So that's coming along. It should be ready shortly. I actually found it pretty user-friendly as it is. Obviously, I went before we recorded this podcast to look at it. And you're right, it's an absolute wealth of information. And on there too, I think you even have information about some other services, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Pegasus, Snowstang, the Rams Route, Estes Park, and the Broncos Transit. So you guys just do a lot. Yeah, we keep growing. I mean, we just have such great demand and it's a lot of different services. So it's really exciting time for our system. Well, that's great to hear. If you would, Jeff, remind our listeners about the SLV Bustang Outrider route and how it can connect passengers from here in the Valley to the rest of the state. Yes, um, we run seven days a week from Alamosa. We have two stops in Alamosa. One's at Adam State. And it's um, right by the Student Union building. And then the other stop is at the Loaf and Jug where um, Highway 160 connects with um, the 17 going north. Right. And then it goes on out. You can connect. Um, it goes all the way to Pueblo via Salida. And Salida, you can connect with a bus that goes direct to Denver or west to Gunnison and Crested Butte. Uh, if you're going into Pueblo, you can connect out to Lamar or up to Colorado Springs, where again, you can connect into Denver. Once you get in our system, um, we have routes all over. We have Craig to Denver via Winter Park, uh, Grand Junction to Denver, a couple of routes on the West Slope, Telluride to Grand Junction, and Durango to Grand Junction. And we're getting ready to start here, a route um, Sterling to Greeley and Denver. That'll be in the next couple months. And we're also looking to start a route to Trinidad to Pueblo, which again would connect with the uh, Alamosa bus. Wow, the Bustang Network takes you all over the state then, doesn't it? And we're looking at some other routes in the future, too. Probably Montrose, the Gunnison Crested Butte, and then looking at Pagosa Springs to Durango, Eastern Colorado, and I-70. And we've had a few questions about some other routes, such as Salida to Colorado Springs or Rifle to Craig and Grand Junction. So we're looking at a lot of routes, and it's just we can't do them all at once. I mean, we'd love to have a whole system tied out right away, but it's just between costs and just the work implementing them takes a while. Again, it's an Alamosa route, takes you to Pueblo, leaves Alamosa every day at 5.45 a.m. and includes stops in Moffitt, Poncha Springs, Salida, Cotopaxi, Canyon City, Penrose, Pueblo West, and of course arrives at the Pueblo Transit Center around 10.10 a.m. every morning. So it's a four-hour and 40-minute layover in Pueblo. If you want to go out there, run errands, attend appointments, and then you can catch the ride back that evening? Yeah. You've mentioned a lot of different expansions. Is there any other expansions being considered for the San Luis Valley at this time? 
Well, one thing we are looking at actually on the Alamosa run is a stop around the Moscow or Cooper area. And we get requests now and then there. So um, we haven't instituted that yet, but it is something we're looking at. I know the uh, west side of the valley on 285 is very interested. And we have looked at that. Um, it's just, again, like I said, it takes time, money, and a lot of effort to get these routes in. And I also know other stakeholders, San Luis Valley, we'd love to see 160 all the way across. Maybe in the future, it's just, again, like I, I keep emphasizing the money and everything to get the routes going. Well, yeah, it would be nice to have one from Durango all the way over to Walsenburg or even further than that. And yeah, over here, of course, in the west side, we've got Swatch, Monta Vista, Del Norte, South Fork, Creed. There's a whole bunch of cities there, so people would certainly be interested if you guys get those going. Jeff, are you tied locally with any other transportation services here in the San Luis Valley? Uh, we do have a very good working relationship with Chafee Shuttle, which does the Eagle Line, and then they have their San Luis Valley Shuttle that we connect with on Friday. Being a small kind of local operation, you know, they like to grow too, but it's taken a while. And of course, with COVID and everything the last few years, that's also limited things. But we're definitely looking at some more connections because obviously Outrider is designed for the inner city travel and a big problem is that last mile to the buses, or in the case of San Luis Valley, last 25 miles to get to the bus stop. We're definitely looking for ways to connect and help people get to the stops. Can't be like here in Denver where I walk a block and a half and I can catch a bus that connects to all the outrider and everything. Well, we sure appreciate having the service that we do and look forward to seeing what expansions you guys can bring down here in the future. You know, I understand, too, Busting is offering a special right now, 50% off tickets until uh, the 5th of September. Can you tell me more about that? This actually came about from the state government. It was Senate Bill 180 that um, provided funding for this, and it was geared towards uh, helping with, uh, you know, we get our worst pollution for a lot of automotive travel comes in the hot summer months to help get that down, especially like I-70 West, which is basically a parking lot seven days a week now. So they did this um, statewide program. Some local agencies like RTAD in Denver will be free the whole month. The Mustang family will be half price off a of full fare. Unfortunately, for better discount tickets, like for seniors and disabled, we weren't able to reduce that. So it's still the same as people thought we were giving them like a double discount. For the majority with the, um, the pay full fare, it will be half price. I mean, it's nice. And from what we've seen so far on a lot of routes, it is um, getting some extra ridership. I know our Crested Butte and Gunnison route, we've had to add a smaller backup bus numerous days just to make up for the overflow. Now, is there something to do to take advantage of this special? No, no, just get on the bus, buy your ticket in cash, or use the mobile app, and it's all set up for the half-price fares. You just use the um, code FLIGHT, F-L-I-G-H-T, and um, if you're boarding the bus with cash fare, just half cash, exact change. And your mobile app is available on Google Play and the App Store? Yeah. Jeff, can you tell me about some of the other services offered in the Bustang network, such as the Pegasus? Pegasus is our newest service, and it's on I-70 West from Denver. Several years ago, they um, opened up the express lane to try to alleviate some of the congestion. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, because of the original construction of I-70, there wasn't enough room for a full-size bus like our Mustang buses to fit through there. We put a GoPro camera on and did a test run and realized we'd have a fleet of wrecked buses if we tried squeezing through bridges and things there. We started looking at other solutions. Our former manager, uh, Mike Timlin, who recently started a well-earned retirement, he created the um, Pegasus program, which is a smaller like sprinter van that holds, I believe, 11 people. 
It's unlike the regular Mustang, a Mustang Outrider, it is by reservation, which also helps, but it can use the express lanes and it leaves Union Station in Denver and also takes in the um, RTD station at the Federal Center. It runs hourly, so it's very frequent. And there is a ski rack on the back. I mean, obviously we aren't skiing right now, but in the future we hopefully will be. It's really geared for a lot of um, recreational use. Probably people can go up a lot of places, you know, you get the Vail or up in that area and you can stay a weekend, go mountain bike and go skiing. Of course, there's a bike rack on the front of the bus, the Pegasus vans too. And we also, um, in winter, since we mentioned skiing, have snow staying, which has been just super successful. We started out with um, Steamboat, Arapaho Basin, Loveland, and then we added Copper Mountain, yes, and we're looking maybe to get a couple more this year. Well, I bet that's popular. Wow. I mean, you're hitting some of the major ski resorts. That's awesome. Yeah, and the nice thing is uh, we're a taxpayer-funded agency, but the uh, ski areas buy a full wrap for the bus to advertise their ski area. That stays on all year. And basically, they pay for the program. The fares covers the state's part of it, and then the rest is covered by the ski area. So there's very little taxpayer liability to it. And the nice thing being the usual full-size Mustang buses all have the automatic drop-down chains where the driver can just hit a button, chain up. Going skiing is just a, a fantastic way to do it. And, of course, the regular Mustang stops like in Vail, so people ride that up there quite often. The last time I rode out to Grand Junction, it was a full load to Vail with skiers. It's a great way to avoid the traffic and just sit back, relax, read play with your phone, whatever, get off and then have a full day and then you can even have a drink or two without having to worry about driving on the way back. Well, you know, it'd be really great for travelers coming into the state to visit some of these ski resorts. Certainly look up this snow stang service. You can stay in Denver, go on up and have a great day or so skiing and then come on back down and not have to worry about driving to get there. That's an awesome service you offer, Jeff. Just recently, I had time to look through it all. We did have a ridership study on a number of our routes, and I think it was like 12% out-of-state residents were riding the snow staying. I mean, I could be wrong on that. Like I said, I just had a chance just to glance through it. Still, that's a good percentage. That's great. And, of course, in the summertime, you've got the Estes Park summer route, too. Yes, that runs on uh, weekends. It's something we started a number of years ago in conjunction with the uh, National Park Service and the town of Estes Park. It is a great trip. Basically, it's $10 round trip from Denver, Westminster, or Boulder. And one of the real nice things now, to visit um, Rock Mountain National Park now, you basically have to get a timed reservation to enter the park unless you're on bus tank. You still got to have your regular parks pass, or if you're an old guy like me, you get your um, lifetime old guy pass. So our buses go into the park as far as the, there's a parking ride for their shuttle buses that take you to the hiking trails. So it's just super nice, and you don't have the hassle of trying to get a reservation with the park service. And that runs in the summer from Memorial Day weekend through, for this year, October 2nd. Yeah, because actually, you know, the October 2nd, that's when it really first we started thinking about it. People wanted to go see the Aspens, and of course, the elk are bugling up there. Uh, some people have nicknamed it the Bugle Stang. So if you're riding, and if I understand it, basically, it's any bus tank service, you've got all kinds of amenities available for people. Yes, we have um, free Wi-Fi on the buses. Of course, some of our routes in the mountains, it can be spotty here or there, but um, we do our best to keep the Wi-Fi connected all the time. 
I know like on the Gunnison route, the east side of Monarch has a dead cell and Wi-Fi section, and so does Lizard Head. We also have USB power outlets. Naturally, we're totally um, ADA accessible. We have restrooms in all the buses. Uh, there's full luggage bays underneath the bus, along with having the racks inside for small items. Mm-hmm. And every bus has bike racks on the front. And ski racks in the winter. Yeah, on the um, Pegasus. And our bus, you just put it inside the luggage bays. Now, Mustang even offers buses to and from the Denver Broncos games during football season. Uh, yes, this is some big news for us. Um, we've started, we had done it in the past, we're starting it up again. And it's going to be especially helpful because RTD used to run Bronco rides in their district and they've stopped running Bronco rides. So at least for people coming from outside of RTD's district, we'll have the um, Bronco ride on Mustang. And we had Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, and I believe we were also looking to do um, some from the West End, too. We're still, I think, getting the uh, funding and scheduling and everything for that the West I-70 in that area. It's a great way because I can remember way back when I was an RTD driver and driving the bus, you, know, you get dropped off nice and close. There's a bus out there all warmed up. You aren't having to hassle all the traffic and everything. And Just like snow staying, you can have a drink or two and not worry about driving. So this is kicking off again this year, September 18th, for the Broncos-Houston Texans game at Empower Field. Yep. You're scheduled to arrive about 90 minutes prior to kickoff, so it really gives you enough time to get into the game, grab you something to eat, get set down, and ready to watch some good football. Yep, definitely. I mean, I'm a kind of person who always likes getting into things a little early. That way, you can get in there and be all ready to enjoy the game. Bustang's turning seven this year. Tell me, Jeff, is this meeting or exceeding expectations at this point? Vastly exceeding expectations. I have a PowerPoint I do for like various groups that want to learn. And I always show a headline from, uh, I won't mention the paper in Denver, but they had a headline, I think less than a week after Bustang started saying that we put out the pasture because nobody in the West will ride public transit. And we've just blown all expectations. One of our biggest problems is keeping up with demand. Best example would be the um, West route. As you know, all public transit took a big hit with COVID. Sure. But we're um, at 136% of the pre-COVID ridership right now. The um, Crested Butte Gunnison bus, I was just in Crested Butte yesterday because they're building a new bus garage, which will also, along with local transit, include Mustang. The town of Gunnison and Crested Butte are both pushing us really hard to uh, add a second trip because demand is just so strong. Uh, most of our buses are 35 passenger, but we run a 51 passenger one on the Crested Butte Gunnison route regularly and fill it up and have to put a smaller van that our operators up there have just to deal with the overflow. On your route, Alamosa, it's up 85% from COVID last year. Really? The Craig to uh, Winter Park Denver route is running very strong. It had some issues previously with a previous operator who wasn't up to our standards, but the new operator has really come through and it's just been a very well-ridden route. On the outrider side of things, it's just about up to pre-COVID levels. Of course, with rural transit, it's always kind of strange, the ridership, because it's just the way with the lifestyle. And, you know, it isn't a regular commuter run. So one day you might have very few riders, and then the next day you might pull into the um, stop there in Alamosa and have 30 people wanting to get on. It's interesting, but that's what makes it fun. Jeff, how many buses and shuttles do you actually have in operation? Mustang has 19 buses and 11 shuttles. 
We also have the Outrider fleet. We have a mixture there of um, a one full-size MCI 45-footer and I want to say nine or 10 of the 35-foot over-the-road coaches. Mm-hmm. And then we purchased some four smaller uh, cutaway-style buses for the Sterling route that's going to start soon and for the Trinidad to Pueblo route when it starts because ridership there, we anticipate being a little smaller. And we also have a very big issue in rural communities of finding CDL drivers for bigger buses. So with the smaller 14-passenger cutaways, it'll work out there because we try to match the buses to the routes. Do you have a food and beverage policy for people riding? Yeah, um, obviously, um, when you're on a long bus ride from Alamosa to Pueblo or Durango to Grand Junction, you're going to get hungry at some point, probably. So you can bring food and non-alcoholic beverages on board the bus. We ask that you be a little neat with them. Try to have a lid on the drinks or inside a drinking bottle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically, just try to be neat and pick up your trash when you exit if you have a chance to do that, that sort of thing. Just common courtesy, pick up as you go. Sure. Is there a drug, weapons, and or alcohol policy? Ah, uh, yes. No alcoholic beverages or drugs while on board. Uh, obviously, like a prescription drug, be a little different if you're riding and you have to take something like that. But of course, this is for you know drugs like marijuana and that sort of thing. Yeah, I would imagine vaping is not uh, allowed either. Yeah, no smoking at all. And it includes in the restroom. Some people think they can sneak back in the restroom and do it. And that doesn't work. Quite a few of the routes do have some stops here and there where you'll have a minute or two to get off the bus if you have to do your vaping or smoking. As far as um, weapons, um, they aren't allowed on the bus. Things that could pose danger to other passengers. So that also includes like you can't bring a gasoline can on board. We had an incident recently where a person wanted to bring a gasoline powered lawn trimmer on and we can't do stuff like that. You know, the TSA oversees all public transportation too, so their rules apply too. So That makes it easy. Just follow TSA rules. Yeah, and that's why we had to wear masks for so long on the buses. Again, it was TSA rules. Does Bustang provide services to the Denver or Colorado Springs airports? We don't provide um, direct service to either airport. In Denver, it's super convenient, though, because we go into Union Station, and you can just walk right upstairs. It's probably about one or two minutes to the uh, RTD train to the plane. While we're talking Union Station, I just would like to add, there were some news headlines earlier in the year about some of the uh, safety issues at Union Station, and I can say RTD and the Denver police has responded just incredibly. And I wouldn't hesitate to have recommend people to use Union Station. It's very safe, very clean now. The problems that they had, which were basically caused by the whole COVID epidemic, have been completely taken care of. And they're looking for some more ways to um, even improve it. It's a great way you ride into Union Station on any of our services. And you have several routes to go in there. And you just walk out of a bus, basically turn to your right, go up an escalator or a set of steps, and then the train's right out there. You have to buy an RTD ticket, of course. We have looked into interlining sales, but so far that hasn't come about, which would be great for passengers because you could buy a ticket all the way to the airport at that point. That really streamline things, yeah. But because there's two different organizations and pools of money and everything else, again, it gets complicated. It's a very good way to do it. I, I ride that train all the time and use Union Station all the time. and It's really a very safe, enjoyable way to get through town. As far as Colorado Springs, I'm not sure, but I do think the Mountain Metro Transit, which is their local transit, has started servicing their airport. But you'd have to check with Mountain Metro there. And we also do serve, have a stop at the Pueblo Airport. If you're traveling from here in the San Luis Valley and you want to get to Denver, you would take the Mustang Outrider from Alamosa to Salida 
And then you could jump on the connecting route from the Gunnison to Denver's Union Station, which is what would get you up in the Denver area. And then, as you were describing, you take the A-line train at Union Station, which would get you to the Denver airport. Yes, and in Salida, our connection both ways with the Gunnison bus is a time transfer, so you won't even have to wait for the other bus, but maybe a minute or two. Because obviously distances are might be just a little thing, but they're both scheduled in there at the exact same time. And then the train to the planes, their DIA and Union Station, it runs like every 15 minutes. So it's a very quick, and that train does have luggage space and plenty of room for anything you're taking that you'd be flying with. Speaking of traveling with stuff, what about uh, small children, car seats? Can the buses accommodate those? All the buses have seat belts on every seat, so you can easily strap a child seat in. Like I said, we had the overhead storage bin, so any of your um, necessities for your children, like diaper bag or something, you can put up there. And children 11 years or younger, they can ride the bus for half off, so that's a, a good deal for you. Um, if you want to bring your 10-year-old, you're all going to go fly off a trip to Europe or something, and you just connect right along with the bus staying to the airport, and away you go. Flipping it around, how does Bustang accommodate folks who are 65 and older? Uh, that is a very good question because we do service a lot of older riders. At your question, I just want to tell just a quick little story on that one. 65 years or older, which I'm rapidly approaching, will be um, half price, which helps with doctor appointments and so many other things. One thing that really helps with a lot of the rural areas is it helps people stay in their homes. Um, I was recently at the um, Rambler Ranch by Elizabeth, which is like the biggest museum for Ramblers and American Motors cars. And the Brighton Senior Center was having a trip there. And just by chance, I was standing there looking at, they have an American Motors bus there, which was the first bus I ever drove. And this elderly couple comes up from the Senior Center, and they're talking, they lived in Keensburg, and they were talking about how they really hated that they can't drive anymore, and they were probably going to have to move to Denver or Colorado Springs somewhere, which would be a huge expense for them. And of course, they'd be away from their friends and that, and I informed them that, well, we are going to be starting service from Sterling to Denver, which will have a stop in Kingsburg. And they were just very happy because they saw once that they had you know public transit coming through there, they could stay in their home, you know, their lifetime home. And we just see a lot of like that all around the state for seniors that want to stay where they grew up and lived, not have to move into the big city. Do you have discounted fares for riders? Your main Mustang system, and that's not Outrider, but that's main Mustang. You can uh, ride for 25% off if you have a um, groups of people, 25% off the full fare. And on all the phone app, um, you can get for like uh, multiple ticket purchases, get a very discount too. And we do work with a lot of um, local agencies along the routes with voucher systems, which also helps people. I hate to use the, the, the prisons, but it, it's a good one to use where a person will get, say, let out of jail and the prison system will buy their ticket for them. So we do have a lot of different systems to help people out. And of course, what about pets? You know, service animals, emotional support animals. What are the rules on that for the bus tank service? Well, pets are not allowed, unfortunately. Um, service animals certainly are as per the um, American Disabilities Act. And emotional support animals are classified differently. So they're allowed on a limited basis. So you just have to check with the driver and he allows it. Probably the best thing would be to call ahead and find out if you can. And it probably just varies because there's different emotional support animals. A small dog versus a large one it could be a big difference. Well, I've seen emotional support snakes and an emotional support pony. So it gets interesting at times. 
Well, Jeff, anything else that you'd like to mention, sir? Yeah, I'd just um, like to just encourage anybody listening to um, take advantage of the 50% discount. Just try us out during this month. I mean, you can just do a day trip up to Pueblo, visit the Riverwalk, um, eat a Pueblo slopper. They have um, the American Values Museum there in the Riverwalk, which is all about our um, Medal of Honor recipients. It's a very interesting museum to visit. You could easily make a nice day trip to Pueblo or come up to Denver and spend a night and see a Rockies game or something. There's a lot of ways you could use the bus, and I just encourage people to just to try it out. I know for especially in rural areas, there's a lot of people that have never really tried transit, and at first step's always the hardest for a lot of people. So just work with us. We have some incredible drivers. I know the um, operators that run um, Alamosa service are locals. They live in Alamosa. And they have really taken ownership of the route and a great deal of pride in the service they're offering. And again, it's a comfortable ride. You've got free Wi-Fi, USB power outlets. Of course, all the buses are ADA accessible. We're offering restrooms, luggage bays, bike racks. You've got services going up to some of the key ski resorts in the wintertime. You've got the Pegasus service, the Estes Park route in the summer. There's just a whole lot going on. And of course, getting out of here in the San Luis Valley. It runs right out of Alamosa every day, 5.45 a.m., including stops in Moffat, Poncha Springs, Salida, Cotopaxi, Canyon City, Penrose, Pueblo West, and then the Pueblo Transit Center and returns in the afternoon. Again, all of this contact information, a lot of this other stuff will be on the podcast webpage too, so you can check there. That is Bustank's Outrider Service. It's an amazing service they're offering across the state and right here in our own San Luis Valley. Jeff, thanks so much for taking time to talk to us again about everything that you're doing. We appreciate it. You yeah, well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Bustang's daily Outrider services can get you to and from the San Luis Valley to areas such as Durango, Pueblo, Lamar, Salida, Buena Vista, Telluride, Montrose, Canyon City, and Penrose, as well as major cities like Denver, Colorado Springs, Fort Collins, and Grand Junction. For more information on this comfortable and convenient daily service, visit their website, ridebustang.com. That's RideBustang.com. On Facebook at Bustang Outrider. They're even on Instagram and Twitter at RideBustang. Download their convenient, easy-to-use app for Apple and Android devices. You can also call 1-800-900-3011. That's 1-800-900-3011. Bustang and Bustang Outrider Service. Serving Colorado's transportation needs since 2015. We appreciate you telling your friends to listen to the podcast on slvoices.com and check out our extensive calendar of events, the most listings in the Valley. You can help spread the word too by joining our Facebook group, SL Voices, your voice in the San Luis Valley, and liking our post on other social media outlets. Also, check out our Instagram page for occasional behind-the-scenes looks at what we do. And please, patronize our local sponsors. Remember to support the businesses here in the Valley. Most are owned and operated by your family, friends, and neighbors. We all love this area, want to see it flourish, and you can help by buying and supporting locally in your own and surrounding communities. Check back for another local podcast soon. Until then, this has been San Luis Valley Voices, an SL Voices production.